Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The Am I Being Unreasonable podcast by Mumsnet in association with Silent Pool Gin. Cheers. I'm Lucy Porter, and am I being unreasonable to want a nap? No, that is never unreasonable, mm. Lucy. I'm Asma Mir, and I'm definitely not being unreasonable to miss shopping at CNA. I had a padded gilet from CNA. <laughs> Bloody loved it. This podcast is your definitive guide to one of the UK's most loved and celebrated forums, courtesy of Mumsnet. Lucy and I come together every week with the help of celebrity and expert guests to celebrate Am I Being Unreasonable and its users. Sounds more than reasonable to me. Here we are again with another episode of Abu. And today we explore the world of petty grievances, the pettier the better, mm-hmm. cringeworthy weddings, and comedian Sindhu V is here to give her A-list adjudication to us mere mortals. <laughs> Now, we all have them, those niggling thoughts about friends and relatives of the times they have wronged us, not by sleeping with our partners or stealing our life savings. <laughs> no, something much worse than that. Perhaps they borrowed your favourite scented rubber and <sighs> lost it, but you know they kept it. And just because it was 35 years ago doesn't mean it doesn't smart. Yes. Oh, I love it. One petty, poster, petty, petty. Yeah, one poster asked to hear about the petty things you can't forgive. And I'm delighted that they did in their droves. I cannot, Lucy, forgive the girl who ran into my lane in the hurdles final, robbing me of victory. 38 years ago only, at it's, Sports Day. Do you know what the lovely thing about the ABU posters is it's not like they bear a grudge or anything. <laughs> but uh, here's another one. Primary school, 50 metres race to see who would be able to go to the local stadium to compete there. The stakes were very high in this one. I think we were five. Bless. <laughs> <laughs> I totally won, but the boy who was at the finishing line said it was Sarah. Uh. Beautiful, smiley Sarah with the long, long blonde hair. <laughs> Little shit. Him, not her. My life could have taken a completely different route. Oh, I know so many years ago, but still Sarah. Where's she now? Yeah, eh? exactly. Beautiful, smiley Sarah with the long, long blonde hair. Yeah. She's having a she's, miserable time. She's on a catwalk in Milan. Yeah, anyway. she is. She's singing, oh, and it all came from that time I went to the local stadium. Uh, Years ago, I bought myself this beautiful sausage roll. I mean, are sausage rolls beautiful to look at? To to eat, yes, but not to look at. Anyway, Mm. uh, from the fancy market stall, I stashed it in the fridge while I did some jobs. Uh, When I came back, the paper bag and the paper it was in were still in the fridge, but the sausage (gasps) roll was gone. Crime of the century. My dear husband ate and proclaimed he didn't even like sausage rolls. I still think about what might have been. That is so... That's, uh, that's not a petty grievance. That no. is absolutely grounds for He, he ate the thing, he left the paper that's in the fridge, the and then he kicker. said he didn't even like it. That is the absolute oh. kicker. I know, I'm, I'm furious oh. on your behalf. 
there poster um boy who punched me when we were both five years old i got in trouble for winding him up really i was defending my friend who he'd already punched he then asked me out when we got to secondary school not a chance matey this pink tornado that's the face of the name this pink tornado holds a grudge (laughs) yeah and you do sound a bit punchy as well so you know just steer clear um oh we can all relate to this ladies Mm -hmm. uh my little sister gave my cindy doll a feather cut in 1969 (laughs) I'm still seething not only was it a long time ago feather cuts were just not the thing in 1969 even I know that well it was probably like a purdy uh, from the uh, well, Avengers yeah movie. okay that's not so bad then uh, my sister borrowed this is a sister's there's a huge amount here and I can relate <laughs> heavily to this my sister borrowed she's put that in inverted commas my favourite jeans in 1986 and denied she had them I ransacked her room and still didn't find them I learned about two years ago that she threw them in the bin rather than admit she had them fucking seething the thing is she's I got on there and yeah. fucking seething <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. thing is, you would do that because, to, to first of all, you're so scared to admit that you've done it. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then you can't say, actually, I did do it. Mm-hmm. So you have to hide the evidence. Yeah. Do you know what I did once was my friend Nikki, uh, hello if you're listening, she lent me a top and um, I, no. she, she asked for it back. And I think I, it wasn't like I was willfully keeping it from her, but it was I was in my 20s. Life was chaos. I couldn't find it. So I said, oh, no, I haven't got it. I haven't got it. I don't know what's happened to it. Um, but then I did find it and I wore it on television. Oh, God, Lucy! (laughs) The evidence was incontrovertible. And, uh, I mean, we still speak, which is credit to her, because if it had been me, I would be petty and I'd be like, you bastard. Oh, my God. Did you give it back? Uh, No, I don't think I ever did. I think think then... You're like, I've lost it again, sorry. I've I've worn it on the telly, mate. It's mine now. That's it. (laughs) Worth a lot of money, mate. I've claimed ownership of it. (laughs) I love this one. A family member announced her pregnancy when people came to see my baby for the first (laughs) time she actually stood in the doorway so they got to her before my baby wow what a cow that you know the the abu board is full of family members who are absolute i mean attention seekers would be a word and i know i'm i'm one to talk as a stand-up comedian (laughs) and podcast host but some people really want it. So they should get themselves a podcast. <laughs> you know, don't need to, to hog attention. Um, a classmate laughed at my party dress when I was eight and her gang all laughed too. Oh, I can no. picture this absolutely vividly. I was too scared to say why I was upset and the birthday girl's mum told me off for <clears> spoiling <throat> the party. I still remember the shame. I think that's happened to all of us. So I can really feel that. I can yeah, feel that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Spoiling the party. A gang of eight-year-olds. See, so yeah, my daughter's eight and I can picture. Thing is, I now want to know what the party dress was like. <laughs> <laughs> was it justified for a gang of people, oh, kids, to laugh at you? Yes. Can you please post a picture of said party dress? <laughs> um, this is hilarious. The cow in the magic roundabout was not called Daisy. 
child's version of Trivial Pursuit and your fuck-up caused me to lose again. <laughs> Strong words. <laughs> See also the friends who smirked and said, it's the answer on the card, <laughs> knowing full well that I was right. The absolute shower of bastards. Shower of bastards is absolutely right. Why was that cow not called Ermintrude? It was, of course, called Ermintrude and you were right and you lost that game. How dare oh. you, Trivial Pursuit, child's you know, version. Those friends who smirked, I, honestly awful the worst people I've ever heard of <laughs> here's another birthday party one um, at my birthday party the queen bee of the class sneaked into the living room before we all sat down to eat our sausages on sticks and swapped around all the party hats <gasps> so that she got the gold princess crown and I got what was effectively a blue cardboard disc <laughs> on a piece of elastic <laughs> then she had the gall to sit at the head of the table like oh, it was her bloody party all smug in her crown we were seven still rankles 40 odd years later my own birthday party for fuck's sake (laughs) i love this i absolutely love it i want to know where that girl is now she's probably doing really well what a horrible horrible child that girl was test daily or (laughs) she's lovely i'm not i'm not saying it but you know who would it be um, right, local counsellor. Holly. <laughs> Holly Willoughby. Again, lovely woman. I'm not in any way saying she's not, but... Stop naming people now. No, <laughs> Get myself into massive trouble here, but anyway. Here we go. Local counsellor came into where I worked and was rude to me. I looked at him and said, your counsellor wank juice. Not real name, aren't you? <laughs> I shall remember that juice. comment next elections. And I did. Four years, Lucy. Um. He came to my door touting for votes. I reminded him. He was canvassing in the street with his sycophants. I went up and reminded him, I know how to bear a grudge, I do. But his sycophants laughed a lot. Excellent. (laughs) You know, this has been good for the soul. (sighs) Hearing all of these... It really has. ...petty grievances from... Party 40 years ago yeah. it's been wonderful and cathartic mm-hmm, for me mm-hmm. and if my friend Nikki is listening <laughs> I can only say I'm so sorry Okay you all know the drill by now it is time that time of the podcast to visit the iconic classic threads board and they are classic for a reason, these threads. Uh, this week, we trawled through a thread which asked for the cringiest thing you've ever seen at a wedding. I love the wedding oh, ones. God. One of my absolute favourite. Weddings and parking, as I've often said. My <laughs> two favourite things. So um, the original poster on this one said, we were secretly sent the lyrics to the first dance and as a surprise, what? we all had to stand up and sing it to the couple. Oh, fuck My off. toes were <laughs> curling. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, most... Most people can't sing. That is cringy. I feel Tick, sick. It's cringy. But it wasn't even the cringiest thing that's ever happened at a wedding. No, go on then. Um, okay. I mean, this is pure cringe. Father of the groom called the new bride by the ex-wife's name. <laughs> Classic cringe. Nowhere to go from there, Classic really. Classic um, Releasing doves. Why do people do that? Mm. But why? Why? Well, why do they shit everywhere? <laughs> well, you've got to think about these things, haven't you? Yes, don't involve wildlife in <laughs> your special day. Yeah. Uh, went to a wedding where, oh, here we go. This is similar to the first one I read out. Went to a wedding where one of the first songs played featured the name of his ex wife. <laughs> We then had to watch, so that's bad. Then it gets worse. We then had to watch their dance montage. Oh, God. Which was clearly going on YouTube. 
Cringe. I'm sorry about this, listeners, but this is what the post just put. Cringe like sitting on a white sofa on your period. Right? That's, that's the level of cringe that they feel that attained. Okay. Why, why do people do this shit? I'm sorry. Dance montage. Yeah. I mean, unless it was like shit dancing, but if they were really trying, that's horrendous. Anyway. It's a difficult. Well, there's another first dance one here. Highly, on. co- highly choreographed first dance done as a surprise by the bride and groom. They did four different dances to four different. Songs again, oh, it's a montage. No. It's, uh, I mean, but just, all just make first it be dances, over, please. They're all cringy, though. It's just a cringy moment, and we, we should didn't stop. do it. Did you do it? Well, we no, well we it. had a barn dance, so my husband that and I led the first ah. barn dance, but we are such ridiculously different heights. So he's <laughs> six five, and I'm four and So anything was going to be cringy and weird. So actually, us kind of barn dancing it was oh, I mean it was weird that. but it was always going to be weird but Fantastic. yeah no, I, I've never seen a first dance I mean just I think the best way to do it is just pick a Michael Bublé and do it do you know what I mean yeah, I'm it's like just sure. go Bublé <laughs> I mean, at our wedding, I was like very anti-wedding because I don't like weddings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Believe it or not. <laughs> and so I was like, no, I'm not having that. I'm not having that. I'm not having that. And also because it was like, you know, cross-cultural or, you know, whatever. Yeah. We had bagpipes. Fantastic. Mm. But, you know, we had other bits and pieces that we couldn't have. Like, I didn't want a wedding cake because I just thought that's not what we do. And mm-hmm. then anyway, so first dance, when it came to first dance, I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And then everyone said, right, time for the bloody DJ said now it's time for the first dance and I just looked at him and went like that give him the look and give him the cutthroat <laughs> thing I was like no and then I just got everyone literally got all my friends up by the hand and just pulled them up and said I am not doing this alone so we all danced together there to was no first dance which song can you remember um, some bungra shit okay basically nice, nice, yeah. Nice. yeah some yeah, lot yeah, of yeah, you know yeah. shoulders go in and all no, the rest of fine. it yeah that's I can't fine. remember it wasn't anything really, really cringy. Listen to this one. Oh, okay. my God, I would have died. A half strip by the bride and bridesmaids to the groom and groomsmen. <laughs> <No>. Which <What>? half? <laughs> that begs the yeah. question. I mean, top half, okay. Bottom half, no. <laughs> we just strip from the waist down. Oh, I mean, yeah, any kind of sex there. Why are you stripping? Anything a little bit sexy. Well, the um, we went to a wedding where they did the thing of uh, the groom having to take the garter yes. off the bride's thigh, which I sort of. I just I want to ki- I want to kill people with garters. I'm sorry, what well, not kill them really, but like more metaphorically. <laughs> no, go harsh, go harsh. What, what well. is the garter thing? Is that we're not in the 1970s? Yes. You don't have stuff. No, I'm it's sorry, a funny I'm, old I'm judging, one. I'm judging. But yeah, weddings and sexy, I'm not oh, sure. But yes. then again, well, I say that, but my There dress, was nothing sexy about a wedding. I had a very booby dress, not by design, <laughs> but kind of by... I didn't realise quite how much like a burlesque dance. I mean, I should have known. My dress was designed by a woman who makes costumes for burlesque dancers, so the clues were there, but it did... In hindsight, I look in the photos Brilliant. and I'm like, oh my God, people must have thought that I was... <laughs> show a little bit of boob why not it's my big day I'll show a bit of boob <laughs> but yeah so there is there is cringe at every wedding guys that's what we're saying I cringe about some of the stuff at my wedding so oh, it's fine and um, this is really now come on guys this is really really cringe the mother of the bride's <laughs> face as I spoke to her very drunkenly about thrush <laughs> Still cringing 15 years later. Yeah. How do I want to know if you got onto that topic? With the mother of the bride. Hot in the tent? I mean, I just don't know. Um, Um, The bride and groom sang endless love to each other. 
badly. Oh. But you have to sing it badly. Come on, Lucy. My endless love. Tonight. You. Tonight. How does it go? I don't, I don't even know. know. We don't know. You. You mean the world to, to me. You everything I see. My first love. Yeah, they do. I don't even know. My. Endless love. Yeah. Was it like that, do you think? Wow. I think we should release Abu the album. That'll I love be how on we it. were singing two different songs. There. <laughs> I that must have been what it was like. Oh, uh, the bride this... sang a solo to the groom. Yeah. She was very, very bad. We all got the giggles and had to leave the room. <laughs> uh, I now desperately want to get married again. To the same man, to the same man. Justin can, but just to have another wedding and do all of this, would love to do that. Absolutely love to do a solo because I really cannot sing as we've just demonstrated. Oh, I love it. But why I do love people it. take it so seriously? That's the thing. If they sang badly as a joke, then yeah. it would have been funny. Oh no, These I'd love people to do had a really to leave. serious. Yes. I'm trying to think what song. I'll by the end of this, I'll decide what song and I will close on it. Um, Oh, this one's a bit sad, actually. Uh, I ring church bells, says the original poster. Just a little point of interest there. Good for you. I ring church bells. I watched a wedding where the bride kissed the groom and he scrubbed it off. <laughs> like a toddler. <laughs> oh, I've got girl germs. Uh. <laughs> That's, yeah. Oh, it's not a good sign. But listen, someone is halting all of this and uh -huh. saying, hang on. I don't think anything's cheesy at a wedding, Lucy Porter. Oh, yeah. It's the one day a couple can be as shameless as they like, oh, right, which yeah. leads into the next one. Thanks, one fun police, <laughs> coming in and ruining everything. <laughs> one of dear husband's friends had thrones like the best. <laughs> I think I would just have toilet seats or B-days. Yes. Oh, matching toilets. <laughs> That's a beautiful image, isn't it? <sighs> Uh, oh no this one actually makes my heart hurt this is genuinely all, this I is know. genuine cringe the groom had a best woman instead of a best man his oldest oh. friend all fine so far but it was painfully painfully obvious to everyone but the bride and groom that she was hopelessly in love with him oh, no. and despondent at his marriage oh. it was awful oh god <laughs> although maybe that's just this the poster kind of interpreting it in their own way <laughs> Oh, but you know what I love? I love these stories. I mean, I hate to say it, but I love the stories in the press of these, like, you know, actual fights that people have yeah. at weddings. I'm like, why? Um, here's one. Um, an on-the-floor scrap over the bouquet. Two of the bridesmaids, everyone else stood around awkwardly and baffled in their disbelief that the two were seriously fighting over oh, it. Oh, man. You know that moment where you think, aha, this is hilarious, this will be funny on YouTube, and you're like, no, they're actually <laughs> shitting me, Nets. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, God, I want that to happen after I've sung my solo. <laughs> Um, uh, this, why is this cringe? I don't know if this is cringe. I've been at two in the last couple of years where they've had a best dog <laughs> instead of best man. I don't think that's cringe. I think that's absolutely it's slightly a odd. reasonable thing to do. Do you? Mm. The speech is a lot better. <laughs> um, I love this. A bride who was so thrilled to be having the wedding that she'd always dreamed of, that she started to walk down the aisle forgetting something, her new husband. <laughs> Good for her. Do you know what? I'm with you, sister. She's like twerking down the aisle. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, shit. Can't 
Come on, Brian. <laughs> we love them. You know what? It does actually make me want to get married all over again. It does. And yeah, and just have the yeah. cringe. Just engineer it because yeah. I think it, it. Every wedding has an element of cringe, mm-hmm. so just go for it. Just yeah. make it the cringiest. Yeah. Have I will lend anyone my dress if they want it. <laughs> And then I think I've chosen the song that I'm going to sing. Oh, go on. Because what I love as well is when people choose a really inappropriate <laughs> song. So, but thinking, oh, so I'm no. going to choose I Will Always Love You because it's the kind of song that people go, oh, I will always love mm. you. Well, what a lovely thing for a wedding, but it's actually, no, yeah. No, no, Right, on you go. So, <clears throat> if I should stay, I will only be in your way. And I will always love you. Yeah, that's happening. Get ready, Justin. This is happening at all. Well, we're 10 years married this year, so we'll have a vow renewal. Oh, God. I'll be in my titsy dress singing, I will always love you. It's going to be great. The Am I Being Unreasonable podcast by Mumsnet in association with Silent Pool Gin. Cheers. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's the ABU A-List Adjudicator of the Week. So now it's time for our A-list adjudicator, who this week is a comedian and creator of one of my favourite Radio 4 comedy series uh, for quite some time, Sindustan. It is the wonderful Sindhu V. <laughs> Hello. Um, Hello. Thank you so much for joining us, Sindhu. And uh, the first thing I was going to ask is, after a hard day podcasting, I like to relax by <laughs> sipping a lovely silent pool gin as I peruse the ABU forum. How, Sindhu V, do you enjoy relaxing? You know, I like to relax by leaving, by being completely alone within my house. <laughs> so, finding different things that will keep different people out of the room for about 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. By different people, I mean family members. They're just not random people. <laughs> and then I like to listen to true crime. Yes. Isn't it I funny? I love listening to true crime. I mean, literally, I'm taking a small break right now to have this call. <laughs> um, I listen to true crime whenever I'm not doing any, like any other work that needs, like, that needs brain focus, fine. But as soon as someone else doesn't need my brain, 
it yeah. goes into true crime. Isn't it amazing? It's such a huge thing and it is so strangely relaxing. I'm the same. I On holiday, I was in the beautiful beach and I was listening to stories of murder. <laughs> I don't understand this at all. Oh, God, no, it's great. It's about, oh. Well, we will have to after this. Uh, the one I was listening to was one called Shreds, which was uh, a BBC oh, yes. podcast. Have you, have you done that one? I like ones where there's one person sort of telling a story with a little bit of other stuff. Ah, uh, yes. But I started with shreds, and I think, and and I mean, I think it's very, very entertaining. But I haven't gone back to it. There's I'm, a lot going on, and it is long as well. It's like ten episodes or something. So you need to. Oh really... no, dude! I will listen to four hundred episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, ah. like I listen to Teacher's Pet. Oh is, yes! <gasps> oh my God! How great is that? Unbelievable! Well, listen, and also, you, you guys are talking a different language we're gonna have to get you into it i'm gonna have to investigate this because if you two who i greatly respect think that these are fabulous then i have to get into them yes but for the moment okay yeah we focus ladies focus we we have some quick fire questions for you are you ready i'm so ready (laughs) (laughs) i like the dramatic pause okay sindhu v am i being unreasonable to start using my doctor title everywhere Absolutely not. You know how hard it is to get a doctor title? Mm-hmm. I flunked out of my PhD. I didn't even get the fake doctor title because <laughs> it was too hard. Imagine be- doing a medical degree. So absolutely not. In fact, if you don't use it, that is unreasonable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Even people who aren't doctors get to call themselves doctor. Right? Let's just all start using yeah, it. Let's so do it. Dr. Sindhu V, <laughs> am I being unreasonable to write with a pencil instead of a pen? Well, I mean, if you're signing checks, yes. Um, but otherwise, I don't... And also, who's writing? Like, what yeah. year is this question from? <laughs> I mean, I can now sign stuff on a PDF on my computer. So if you're still writing stuff, it's probably not very important. So go ahead and use your pencil, but don't sign a check. Very good. Very, very fair point. Right, the next one. God, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Let's have a go. Am I being unreasonable to want to get my tragus pierced? Sindhu. Um, if your tragus is anywhere near your trachea, yes, very unreasonable, don't do it. Um, I don't know what a tragus is really, so dude, knock yourself out, I don't know what to say. <laughs> if you can find it, you can pierce it, That's the, that should be the rule, if you know what it's called. Well, no, but, but the thing is, like, you can find a lot of bits of your body that you shouldn't be piercing, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Have, you got any, have you got anything pierced? Well, I mean, my nose is pierced, that's my mother made me do it. Uh-huh. Because, you know, this is a sort of a upside down. I mean, it's a bit like the uh, upside down in India where my mom was like, well, you have to be married by yes. the time you're 20, you're 17, pierce your nose. And it was such a conservative <laughs> thing to do. Yeah. Yes. And all my friends were like, you loser, you had to pierce your nose. <laughs> but, oh. Yeah, and wear so, jewelry, wear jewelry. <laughs> yeah. And of course, now it's like such a cool thing here. Yeah. My teenagers, my teenage daughter wants to get a piercing. I'm like... Uh, look at my face, dude. I have no comment. You do what you need to do. Yeah. Well, listen, if she wants to get her tragus pierced, just say no. Because I don't know yeah, what yeah. it is. You can't have it. If I don't know what it is, you can't have it pierced. No, no, no. I mean, there's no question that she'll get that she's allowed to get anything pierced that I don't have pierced. That's the, that's the boundary. <laughs> yes. Okay, fair enough. Um, am I being unreasonable, Cindy, to think nothing loves you quite like your dog? Yes, you are being unreasonable because you're, you're, you, you may not sense it, but your children love you that way. And if you don't focus on that, they'll be telling some therapist someday. So. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, oh my goodness, we've left the best till last. Am I being unreasonable, Sindhu, to wonder how some people poo? Oh dear. I know. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> I love the weariness in your voice. Yes. I know, we're all finding it hilarious, but Cinder is the voice of reason. I think it's unreasonable that, yeah, I mean, that there's someone out there who even wonders about this stuff. Why? Anyway. Well, you know what I think it is? It's like if you're wondering how people poo, like the position, yeah, then that's that's like, dude, what's going on with you? You need to seek professional help. Yeah, or get get a hobby. No, actually, I'm sorry. A hobby's not going to do it. You need to go to a doctor and be like, uh, I'm having thoughts. Anyway, but if you're wondering how do they poo, as in I'm so constipated, how is everyone having a great shit? Then that's a reasonable question. Which then you have to go and also talk to a doctor and I have a great nutritionist. I'll send you there. (laughs) See, not only are you very reasonable, Sindhu, but practical as well. Offering practical advice as well as your opinion, as well as your A-list adjudications. Well, thank you so much, Sindhu. Absolute pleasure pleasure. to you. And what are you up to uh, at the minute? What's going on in your life? I am today. I'm kind of chilling out. My tour starts tomorrow. Oh, so but it's starting in Bloomsbury, so it's in London. So I don't feel like I have to go anywhere, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, so it's fine. And then that goes till the end of November, really. So nice. And is so it that's what I'm doing? Are you doing like uh, just a couple of dates a week or are you solid? Well, kind of? September is, I mean, pretty much, I think I have three days off. I'm literally every single day. Wow. Oh uh, and then October, November comes down because there is half term and then just we're just spacing it out more. But in the spring when I did it, I did a few days a week. But this time we had they wanted to do a lot more dates. And I was like, well, I don't want to be touring until 2030. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. That's just smash it out here. And that's it. Very good. And if people want to find the dates for that. Then... Oh, yes. If you want to find. In fact, please find them. And in fact, if you want to come to the show and be like, how do you poo? <laughs> and buy a ticket. I, you know, there's a chance we can have that conversation. Um, so you just need to go to sindhuv.com and all my dates are there and all the details. And I hope to see you soon at a show. Please come. Lovely. Well, we will be there. And thank you so much for being our A-list adjudicator, Sindhu V. Mm. Hey, it's been a pleasure. These are some fun questions. <laughs> there will be another A-list adjudicator next week. Once again, Lucy and I have come to loggerheads. Oh, we're so angry. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> Over a thread. And the only way to settle it once and for all is to have it out on the podcast. And then ask Roger Tilling, who is being unreasonable. Mm, OK, so the question the poster asked was, am I being unreasonable? to ask if it is socially acceptable to eat garlic. Oh, yummy, yummy, yummy. Yeah, so uh, she says, just that really. I'm trying to eat a little more healthily, but lots of my healthier foods and recipes contain garlic. I'm worried I'm going to constantly go around smelling of garlic and pissing people off. (laughs) Is it socially acceptable to smell a bit of garlic? Now, um, okay, so initially the reaction is, of course not. You know, you should you should definitely eat garlic, and that is very much your position. The asthma. more cloves, the better. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I cook some food where it's like half a bulb of garlic. Okay. I'm just telling. I'm just putting it out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mum's chanas, right? Chana. Mm. You have to. Have, they're chickpeas. You have to have half a bulb of garlic. That's about six cloves of garlic. Uh, okay. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, <laughs> she's sniffing the air. Um, <laughs> so my beef with this is basically, I think people absolutely reek, and not enough. <laughs> Not enough mind is paid by people to how they smell, right? I'm gonna, I'm prepared to get on my high horse about this because I work and live quite a lot of the time in London, and it is absolutely extraordinary to me that people, because I think we have lost all sense of uh, people not worrying about noise pollution, so they just go around with their phone on full mm-hmm. volume, watching yeah. videos and things, and also just eating. Anything, wherever they Mm. want to. I'm reeking. Now, uh, I I mean, garlic is one thing, but lynx deodorant. (laughs) And men used to smell disgusting, right? Men used to smell sweaty and B.O. and bleh. But now it's like they have kind of gone, well, I can't smell disgusting in that way. So I'm going (laughs) to smell of horrible, like, men's fragrance stuff which I don't know why look, look can everyone just have nice light kind of I, I hate strong perfume on women but it's like men instead of kind of not doing that mm. now have their own horrible horrible <laughs> scents so my uh, my feeling is yes you are being unreasonable not to be constantly profoundly aware of the effect that everything you eat and do is oh. having on the olfactory pleasure mm. of other people I suppose so I suppose well, you can be sitting on a bus and someone will unleash the hell of a McDonald's but, or a Nando's or but, whatever it might be. And you just think, come on, guys, we're in a confined yeah, space. Yeah, but yeah, garlic yeah. in itself, I think, is is cool until until you come across the person who eats raw garlic every morning. Mm. That's not what you want to smell first thing in the office. No. That's not. But garlic itself, you know what? The more cloves, the better. Well, yeah. I mean, I enjoy garlic, but I think from now on, what I'm going to say is that everybody should be living on a diet of plain water and white bread. <laughs> and we will be soon. Washing <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm washing only in river water, untainted by any scent. So, yes, let's all go back to nature. I don't know. So, yeah, so I'm saying that she is being unreasonable. Asma is saying that she is not being unreasonable. Let's turn to Roger Tilling for his verdict on that. Lucy, you are being unreasonable. Oh, come on. Yes. All right, well, tell you what, if that's what Roger feels, here we go. I'm going to look, I'm going to eat a load of garlic right now. Look at this. Look, there's no holding me back. I'm going to get a McDonald's out on the bus. See how you like it. All right, well, thank you, Roger, for settling that, even if you're wrong. And thanks also to the wonderful Abu posters. And thanks to you for listening. And we will see you in two weeks' time. Bye for now. Bye. 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 You've been listening to Am I Being Unreasonable? Brought to you by Mumsnet. Presented by Lucy Porter and Asmar Mir and produced by Amanda Redman. You can contribute to the forum by registering at mumsnet.com. Follow them on Twitter at Mumsnet Towers and Insta at Mumsnet. And get in touch with the podcast by writing to abupod, that's A-I-B-U pod, at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Thanks to Acast for hosting and most of all, thank you for listening. The Am I Being Unreasonable podcast by Mumsnet in association with Silent Pool Gin. Cheers. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.